podcast, we talk to thought leaders about feminine and masculine energy and how it shows up in our business, our parenting, and especially our relationships. We'll dig deep on any and all topics under the sun. Grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. It's the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 97. So um, hopefully you had a beautiful weekend and you feel rested. And um, I know it's really interesting. There's a lot of snow everywhere, not just in Canada, but like my friends in Texas have a whole heap of snow and it's chilly. So wherever you are, hope you're warm. Um, So today's episode is what does happiness look like for you? So I wrote down a couple of notes that I wanted to just kind of make sure that I cover. So whose version of happy are you paying attention to? So that's like kind of the number one thing that when I think about, you know, what does happiness look like to me? I'm often thinking like, who am I comparing it to? And I have a big, you know, there's a a bit of a block for me with the comparing my life to X, Y, and Z. And I really work on that probably daily just to, to kind of keep myself in check. But who am I, who am I, if I'm feeling happy or unhappy, who am I comparing that to, first of all? And then what version of happy am I, like actually whose version am I watching? Like if I'm comparing myself to say my mom's happiness, it's different than my dad's happiness or, you know, and then they kind of imprint that onto us as, as kids and as young adults, like our happiness should look like this. And if it doesn't look like this, well, you're screwed and you're unhappy. So I just want you to like do a bit of a gut check. Like if you're, cause here's the crazy part. It's not just like your 20 year olds or your 30 year olds. Like there's your 40, 50, 60, 70 year olds who are still trying to be happy based on someone else's formula of happy. And that's to me, that's kind of, that's crazy. And I'm not saying that there's blame or I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying like, you want to check yourself if your happiness is based on someone else's formula. So have you ever sat down and and gotten really honest about what it looks like for you to be happy? And and this is one thing that I, I get kind of heated about. Like often what you hear is, I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here, but like, let's talk about wealth and materialistic things, right? So your cars, your houses, your clothing, your this, your that. So often what I hear, or I have heard, I hear it less and less now, but often what I've heard is people say things like, well, I don't need the car to be happy. I don't need that house to be happy. Like, oh, that's not going to make me happy. And it's true. If you're a miserable person, no amount of stuff is going to make you happy. But if you're a genuinely or generally happy person and you understand the laws of attraction and you understand mindset work and you and all those things, like for me, for example, right? I can be, I am grateful for what I have. I am happy that my children are all beautifully, you know, well, like they're, they're all taken care of and they're healthy and, you know, I want the best for my kids. Do I want them to have even more, of course, but I'm super, super happy with my children. I'm happy with even Ken being my best friend and like partner in my business. Like I'm happy with that. Do I want more though? And there's a difference between people who say, oh, that stuff, I don't need that stuff to be happy. No, you certainly don't need it to be happy. But I can tell you when you have the stuff, the things and stuff, as Scott Harrison likes to say, life is a lot more fun 
if I'm not worrying about where I'm, my rent is coming from, I'm happier. If I'm not worrying where my car payment's coming from and I get to drive the car of my dreams, I am happier. It doesn't mean my happiness is attached to that. It means I'm already happy, but holy shit, does it make me happy to have more fun? Oh, for sure. So it's like the people who like to say, oh, that won't bring me happy or that I don't need that. That's the thing I was here. I don't need that. The, what I What I feel and I tend to see is that the people who say that the reason they say that, because here's the trick. If I said, I'll give you a million dollars today, no questions asked. You can't pay bills with it. You can only have fun or whatever combination of that type of scenario. <clears throat> They're super, super quick to figure out how to spend that money. So that tells me something. It tells me that you're kind of full of shit. Like if you're saying, I don't need that stuff, fair. I'm not disagreeing that you don't need it to be happy. But if I say to you, here's a way to get all those things that you tell me that you don't want, quote unquote. The reason you're saying that is because you don't know how to get it. So it's not about not wanting it. It's not about the need. It's about, I don't know how to make that happen. So I'm just going to default to pretend or default to, I'm already happy. So I don't need the stuff. Okay. Like, People always say money, people always say, I would watch that generalization, but people say, oh my God, he's such an asshole. Look at, he's so rich and he's such an asshole. God, he's became such an asshole. He didn't become an asshole. She didn't become a bitch. They were already like that. Money just amplifies what you're already like. So when I'm, you know, making seven figures in both my companies, what, what, what is that going to, how am I going to change? I'm not. I'm going to be more grateful or more generous. That's one way that I'll... So I'm already very generous, but I'm going to be even more generous because I'll have the money to do that. So it doesn't... I'm not going to turn into some psychopathic bitch all of a sudden because I have money. Whatever whatever that person's like, money amplifies that. It doesn't create it. Like the guy was already a jerk before he got the millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. But like... When you, when you think about what makes you happy and, and you're afraid to say, oh my God, you know what would really make me happy is if I could take my family to Bora Bora for a seven night, all expenses, beautiful luxury hotel. But I don't need that to be happy. Like, come on. That's the whole thing is like, why are, why are we so afraid to claim and say what the F we want? Why? Because we're scared because we don't know how we're going to get it. But that doesn't mean you don't want it. It just means you don't know how you're going to get it. And the how is really, really fucking easy. Like it's not rocket science. Most businesses are are formulaic in the way that you can look at, you know, who's your buyer? How do you get like marketing? Marketing, all marketing is, is making it so you want to buy my thing. That's the function of marketing. There is no other function of marketing. It's not even, it's not, it's to, to, it's to get you to want what I have and and need it and want it and be willing to trade money for it. But that's really all marketing is, right? So if I have a widget, I want to know how do I make you want my widget over that guy's widget and willing to pay me for it? What problem am I solving with my widget for you? That's marketing. So like when we say I don't want it, really that's code for I don't know how to get it. So I'm going to just default to saying I don't want it because that's less scary to me than saying I want it. Like if I'm saying I want to make a million dollars next year, 
holy shit, I'm not making a million dollars. So I need to figure that out. So that might be really scary, but that would make me happy. Make me happy in a whole bunch of ways. It would make me happy. And um, when I, when you set a goal like that, you're making yourself happy because A, you're proving to yourself that you can actually do the thing that you, that you really truly want. You're not just bullshitting anymore. Um, it may make you happy because won't my experiences in life be so extra if I have that much money that I'm able to share with my family and my friends and take them to nice places and take them on in crazy experiences? Like, yes, that will make me happy. Um, what about the fact that I can contribute on such a huge scale if I'm doing seven figures, right? Like my goals for 2021 are to fund and or invest in three solopreneur startups who are led by women. So if I'm doing a million in 2022, let's say, can I not really amp that up? Will that make me happy? You know the answer, yes or yes, right? As my friend Carissa would say. So this whole idea of like this, this tiny little like tiny little version of what you think you, happiness is, I would really encourage you to sit with it and like ask yourself, is this actually real? Like, am I really being honest about what would make me happy? <clears throat> Excuse me. The other thing you want to ask for, what does happiness look like for you is, are you always chasing something over there. Like that's, a, that's, I mean, and maybe that's what some people feel, right? When they're talking about the stuff and the things and stuff. But like, if you're always chasing something, then you, first of all, what I would say to you is that if you're chasing things constantly, like chasing the job, chasing new businesses, then you're not, you're still not in alignment. Like I, I really believe that you're not in alignment because if you were in alignment, you like, I'm not my, I am laser focused on, on this company. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm laser focused on she's the owner. Oh, if you, hopefully you can't hear my pup, but she is barking her face off. Um, but like I'm laser focused. You could not, I mean, I have two companies. The other one where, you know, there's some other stuff happening in it where we're growing it again, but like, I'm still laser focused on this brand. You cannot take my eye off the ball right now because I'm in alignment. So ask yourself, you know, when you're thinking about your happiness, are you always chasing the next thing? And if you are, that's an alignment conversation. That's a, let's sit down and have a conversation about what, what, what are your expectations? Like, what are you looking for exactly? Right. If, if that's what your, your MO is, is always like looking over there for the next thing, then you've not found you're not in alignment yet. And that's, that's an alignment conversation. Are you present to your life and how awesome it is? That's the, right. So those are the people that, you know, the, the Lambo, um, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about people who have Lamborghinis because they've earned it. I'm talking about the guys who are like, I'm going to show you how to get a Lambo in five minutes, just buy my course. And I'll do that. Like that guy. They're not, it's, it's, there's, there's lack of fulfillment there. Like, if that's all it's about for you, then you're not present in your life. Like, I'm not saying if that's a result of the hard work and the thing that you love. Like, if I buy a Lamborghini someday, it's not because I was obsessed with getting a Lamborghini. It's because I'm obsessed with serving you. And my business does really well because that's what I'm here to do is to serve you. So the, the byproduct is a lot of money. So that's, if I buy a Lamborghini and my friend Jessie Lee, she's an MLM fucking 
monster. This woman is just incredible for she she works with Prove It and Ketones. She has a Lamborghini, but she's so obsessed with service of her um team. That's why she's got the money. She's not obsessed about getting a fucking Lamborghini. Like you can see it. Any anytime she opens her mouth, it's all about service. It's all about coaching. It's all about the MLM model and like how to rise everyone up with her. But if she were just obsessed with getting herself that and her Lamborghini, it's an SUV and it's gorgeous. But if she was only obsessed with that, do you think she would get it? No. So be present in your life, right? And like, that's the whole gratitude piece of being in this moment too, is I'm grateful that I have all the things and I practice gratitude religiously. But if you're not present and you're always like out there and you're always trying to get the next thing and you're blah, 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 then again, like I go back to the alignment. That's an alignment conversation. Maybe your business and you are not aligned and maybe that's a conversation that needs to happen. Are you focusing on what you don't have. And that would be, if I had to pick one thing that I'm not the best at, it's, I do tend to, I'm grateful and I'm, I try to work on the presence, present, all of those things, but I do find myself wandering into the, what I don't have world. And I, that happens re- really cyclically according to the season. So in the winter, I'm definitely focused on what I don't have. I'm focused on how fucking cold I am. I'm focused on not having my house in um, Florida yet. Like I'm definitely thinking now because of all the work I do, I'm able to catch myself and bring myself back to a different place. But if that's like, if this sounds like you and this is resonating with you where you're always looking at the things you don't have, you're going to get more of what you don't have. And that goes back to the law of attraction. Um, I had an episode of that recently, but like, you're never going to be happy if you can't sit here. Now, again, it doesn't mean you're not striving for more, like, but really just it's the energy of like, fuck, I still don't have this versus I'm really grateful for what I have and I'm really excited to work work toward the next thing. And so that's the balance for me. That's the balance of coming back to not just focusing on what I don't have, but that would be one of the, I would say my, my kryptonite is like, especially in the winter, um, you know, that's where I'm, I'm tend to go a little bit too far where I'm, I'm unhappy because I'm cold mostly. So yeah, what does happiness look like for you? Get really clear about it. Make sure it's your version of happy, not mom or dad's or your boyfriend's or your husband's or what, like what does happy look like for you? And getting, and getting really clear is like the first thing. Um, And then being honest about whether you want, you know, a big life or you want, like some people really do just want to live on a farm and tend to some animals and like, you know, But I mean, I know people like that. And if you say to them, here's this, here's this amount of money, go do this. They're like, you see a cloud of smoke behind them because they've run so fast toward the thing. So I don't know. I mean, I think if everybody was being honest, everybody would want a really abundant and beautiful life. And abundance does look different to everybody. That's not the, the issue. But abundance in general is like everybody would be living an abundant life if they thought they had permission. And where the permission starts is right now. Deciding and asking yourself, what does happy look like to me? You know, what is what does that look? For me, it's freedom. For me, it's having a lot of money to do a lot of things that I want to do. That's happiness for me. Now, 
I, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I'm, I'm happy with my life. I do. I love my life. I'm like, I can't believe sometimes still I'm like, considering I'm at like, let's say stage two of where I really want to go and stage five is like the goal for the next little bit. I can't believe how lucky I am. Like, I really honestly think about it and I'm like, holy shit. Like seven years ago, I was commuting to a job that was paying me garbage. And now like seven years later, I have a, a successful content writing company. I've started this brand and this brand's going to do six figures this year. Like I'm at home in my tights and my sweater and I'm doing a podcast. Like what? Sometimes I'm just like, holy crap, but holy crap. Cause I created the whole thing. Just me. No big deal. Like the content company was me and Ken for sure. But like, I mean, all this other, like the whole Kara McCarran brand is like, that's all me. It's not rocket science. I'm not some extraordinary person. I'm here to serve. And that's the thing. It makes me so fucking happy to serve you. But that's what's real for me. My mom and my dad, you know, would probably have picked something else for me. My dad always said I'd be a good lawyer. So he, if he had his way, he may have sent me to law school or said, go to law school or whatever. But like that, that would be happy for him. That's not happy for me. Happy for me is being able to fly to Arizona next week if I feel like it. COVID um, minus COVID. But like that's happy to me. Happy is going on in my backyard in the summer at two o'clock in the afternoon because I don't have to do anything that I don't want to do. I don't have to be on someone else's time. Like that's happiness to me. But I created it and it's not hard. You just have to be intentional about it and get serious and get honest about what it looks like for you. So I, um, hopefully that was helpful. I love you guys dearly and, um, we'll talk tomorrow. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.